Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And Manny, we got an episode today, but uh, we're going to be covering everything from Andy Slay Day. I know it's a little bit late to cover, right? But yeah, we'll be talking about. Yeah, we got some uh, new initial D roots coming back into the anime side. And it's just getting lots of people hyped for that. Super spill. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, we do have an, uh, anime impulse coming up. We got an interesting cafe, some EV shopping updates, and uh, find out if Manny has a foot fetish later. Hell no. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll let the people decide, Manny. Well, the people can decide on that later, but hell no. <laughs> Well, yeah, Manny. How was your weekend, buddy? My weekend is actually just chill, honestly. I just took this weekend to honestly just rest. Okay. okay. I didn't really do much. Very nice. Very nice. I did uh, quite a bit of drinking. Sick as invite? Yeah. We actually went to uh, another winery this weekend, too. Ah, okay. Took the dogs out, got them some practice. Nice, nice. Yeah, there's actually a lot of like dog friendly wineries out there. Just yeah, I, I can just imagine all the dog care inside the wine glasses as you drink. We're outdoors, but <laughs> 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 yeah, we're outdoors, but there's a lot of dog friendly ones, and uh, obviously some better than others, but mm-hmm. I guess I'll just have to keep trying and figure out which ones are the good ones. Okay, you know, the struggle of trying them out and drinking (laughs) Mm. yeah it was nice relaxing good times good times not bad not bad but uh you know last week we didn't get to cover andy slay day because we did have our guest jaime on yes that is true so let's jump into that manny yeah so if anybody's never heard of andy slay days it's a drift event that they do at grange as formerly we know it but now it is called apple valley speedway and with the new owners of Apple Valley Speedway, they kind of made the track a little bit bigger. And yes, I did actually notice it from the last time I went. Oh, yeah. Even uh, just from the videos, you can tell it's way wider than it was. Yeah, especially on the very first turn and everything. And honestly, I probably let I the week uh, the day before I probably got a, like two hours of sleep. And then just woke up at two thirty. Got myself ready, just checked some things on some anime and stuff, and then just left at 4 a.m. basically. Jeez. Met up with uh, Mr. Bitches and our good buddy Jose as well on the way. And we just made our way. We probably got to Grange like around 6.30, I would say. And from there, we just started drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good time. So did you end up renting a car to try your hand at drifting? So... The plan was that there was going to be a company that rents out drift cars. It was going to be $100 for five laps. And they did not show up. Ah, uh, Okay. So apparently at a previous event where that they were uh, attending and renting out their drift cars, they blew up. 
Oh, so it wasn't that if somebody just wrecked it, the engines blew up. Uh, I didn't get the full details either. They wrecked it. Got, they got wrecked or the engines blew. So who knows? OK, OK. So I couldn't get the chance to actually try to dip my toes into drifting to see how it is as well. Got it. So this wasn't like a reservation kind of deal. It was kind of they show up and whoever wants to try it, tries it. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. From okay. what I'm from what I'm I'm and what I was understanding, honestly. Got it. Got it. Got it. OK. Yeah. I mean, 100 bucks, five laps. It's not the greatest, greatest deal in the world. But I guess if you're kind of there uh, spectating. It, it's enticing enough to maybe spend and, you know, 100 bucks isn't terrible. So it's almost like oh, trust me. I, I, like I said, at 4 a.m., I was already at the bank. We're trying to pull out cash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think let's say I, I blah. Let's say I was there as a spectator for 100 bucks. I'd be tempted to do it just to get out there. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, when you're watching it, you get excited like, oh, I just want to get out there. <laughs> yeah. So I could kind of see where that would happen. I'm just surprised that they don't actually like pre-reserve it ahead of time and just have somebody pay them out for the whole day or something, you know? I think that's the reason why, too, just in case if something happens to the cars, they'd have to refund everybody's money back. Yeah, yeah, I guess they, they'll only get the money and if they're there in the moment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's an interesting business plan. And sure enough, I mean, like the oh, my God, it was so cold. I think the lowest it got to was like around 27 degrees Fahrenheit. And it stayed around 36 to 38 degrees for the rest of the day. Yikes. So other than just like suffering in the cold and especially a cold wind constantly blowing and shit like we just had a we just had a blast there uh we had leo we had both alex's there uh we had a, quite a lot of our good friends that now are, that are now helping uh andy's tires to help uh organize the event with tech expansion uh, inspection uh road uh, road traffic control all that stuff and just pretty much just handling and just organizing the event and i got to be able to help a little bit so that was actually pretty fun and Good, a cool experience, honestly, a little bit. Okay, very cool. About how many people do you think were there? There was a lot of people. Um, I mean, the all the like the I probably couldn't find a single space where there was not a car or truck park. Okay, okay, yeah, because I know, <clears throat> or I don't know, I should say, usually the slate is like what 60 car registry. I think from what I uh, was told, like around 80 cars registered. 80 cars. Oh, man. Yeah. That's so do they do run groups then? Uh, they I think at one point, I think I saw 30 cars in one on the same track altogether. 30 cars. I mean, granted, once they got to the end of the track, uh, end of the to the last turn, everybody had to stop. And then they just like gave like a few second interval and just let the one car go at a time. Okay, okay. Yeah, because that's a... I mean, I'm glad they widened it, but it's still a pretty small track for 30 cars. That sounds wild. And, but... So, they in some cars, they actually just let them go, like, after a few seconds. Okay, go. Wait a few seconds. Okay, go. And they were trying to... 
they basically did that so i guess uh give everybody a chance to be able to drift it without like running into people that are slower in front of them and stuff yeah traffic buildup for sure traffic buildup that many cars for sure for sure and sure enough there was also people that went together on the starting point to do tandems and everything but with tandems they had to be mutually agreed between uh both the drivers basically you can't just like find somebody randomly on the on the track and start to tandem with them because it has to be mutually agreed yeah yeah well and from because if they're not at that skill level too exactly exactly and from what i saw especially at the at the driver's meeting at the very beginning when Alex announced all the rules and regulations and everything, if anybody does a tandem with a, in a mutual agreement, and if anybody hits each other while doing a tandem, they cannot complain, whine, or fight each other for damages because they both agreed on upon it. Yeah, well, you know, that's kind of a rule even if there is no agreement, though. I know, I know. I know. It's just, so it's I just that there are some people uh, that actually got quiet about that. Yeah, because I think you remember the meetings at NASA, right? Mm-hmm. We get our, our NASA track day. That is one of the things they discuss that, you know, we're big boys. We're bringing our car out here. And if something happens and, it, you know, it's it's not often, especially with the road course side, but it does happen. And that's kind of the way it is, you know, mm-hmm. there there is usually no complaining. Sure, ain't going to cover nothing. <laughs> no, it's not. They're not. But yeah, no, I get maybe about uh, at least letting them know, like, hey, if you guys want to want to do that extra shit, then yeah, keep keep the, keep it drama free. Exactly. OK, OK. And apparently theft is actually a big problem. Oh, no. Are you serious? They had a very they had a very much emphasize that that at the driver's meeting. Oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to sound like an asshole right now, but honestly, I think because it's the drifting scene at Grange, I can kind of believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a little bit of hate mail on it, but I can kind of see it, dude. Like, you know, there's, it, I'm sure there's some fucking great people like Alex and Alex that were on. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. obviously great people everywhere. There's never a blanket statement, but. If you were to take uh, the type of people who are drifting versus like type of people who are running NASA or something, it's completely different. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everything from like full send it culture to like, I mean, I guess even this, because I, I don't think I've ran into anybody at any of the road course track days where anybody had an issue with getting stuff stolen. Yeah. Like, well, you saw, I even... I even left my backpack power tools. And no, I remember. I remember we left everything out in the open. Yeah. And this is with 300 car registries. Yes. So it, it I mean, it's a completely different thing. Uh, unfortunately, especially Grange has that uniqueness that it's like this grassroots things for beginners. And it, it you know, it's everybody's start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's everybody's start into it. And unfortunately, sometimes that does attract the kids going in there with bad intentions too. Exactly. That's that's unfortunate. But they did address it in the meetings as far as like watching. They your did shit. address it. They did address it, yes. Okay, okay. Who got silent and made whispers after that? <laughs> oh, we were making jokes everywhere, dude. It was just comedy, honestly. Oh, that's wild. Okay. What about inspections? 
inspections i mean you're just you're just standard stuff uh battery tied down no leaking fluids uh there was at one point where leo had a force somebody off the skid pad because he was leaking fuel oh shit yeah <laughs> send it culture exactly yeah 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 and he tried to play and i was like oh i didn't know i was like oh, he's like bitch you do <laughs> <laughs> like get off but apparently he came back and like leo inspected and there was no more leakage so he was allowed to get back on the skid pad okay okay so is this a, a self uh self like a self-inspection form uh, what do you mean? So for tech inspection, do, do they have somebody physically inspect each car or do they or does the drivers themselves inspect their own cars and turn in a sheet saying, hey, I inspect No, they had a they had to go up to the where Andy was stationed with and Alex and Leo and a bunch of other guys were checking out the cars. And if they approved, they would get a sticker to be put on their window. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so they are physically checking. That's pretty good. Yes. That's actually yes. really good. A little bit more lenient in terms of like how it was with NASA, but it was still, still basically there, uh, all over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good because I mean, I've been to Grange and I've never had anybody check my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's gonna check a brand new 2019 Type R. Well, even when I took the Mustang, or even when I took the Fox body. Oh, they already knew that was shit was gonna get trashed. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody checked for leaks. I know, you know what I mean? I like know. none of none of the inspections were ever done. Shoot, I've done a track day at Big Willow and it was like a full self-inspection. Hmm. Given it was like a smaller private track day, but yeah. Yeah, it was a full self-inspection. Nobody even came to check, and I had a had a crack on my windshield. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> We actually had two accidents. One was kind of minor. He kind of lost control and went too wide in the first corner and went straight towards the tire wall. Went too wide with somebody else? By himself. Too wide by himself? It, it, it was kind of weird. He was trying to do... He was starting to try to like swerve a little bit to build momentum, but then he just lost control before getting to the first corner. Oh, you mean he was already uh, going sideways? Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. When I hear two wide or three wide, I think about number of cars wide oh, on the track. Okay, like okay. two cars wide on the track, three cars wide on the track. So that's why yeah. it sounded like he was doing a tandem thing or something. Yeah, so he just went towards the, the tire wall. Luckily, he was able to break in time and just only push the, the tire wall. He didn't go through it. But we were actually there close to the impact. So that was pretty gnarly to see that firsthand best place to watch exactly <laughs> so everybody had to stop on the track or like once they got to the finish uh, to the end, last turn everybody just had to wait and shout out to our buddy mike portuguese uh, or as uh that portuguese portuguese guy if you remember with the isf yep and he was helping with his car like t- he was basically the tow rig and everybody's the, the the salvation basically yeah going yeah. out there and just pulling out of the cars that get stuck or like get crashed and everything very cool very cool and he just came over and we just and through as a united effort we just started helping like repairing the tire wall back up and i decided to make a joke so i guess this is how it felt to build trump's wall since i'm mexican <laughs> <laughs> uh the other crash was actually pretty gnarly they were doing a tandem 
And if I'm correct, his name was Schaefer. And I guess he was kind of well-known between, in between everybody in there. And he looked like he was getting too close right when they're getting to their first corner and lost control as they were already going sideways and just lost control, went through the tire wall and through the cement wall. Mm. So the car still turned on and everything after they dragged it out put it back on the track, but his brake booster was gone. Well, something had to give. Yeah, which was kind of lucky on the side because motor-wise, nothing. The car still ran and just he still drifted and did burnouts leaving the track. <laughs> All right. And also shout out to our buddy Alex, our RX7 Alex. He was able to give me a ride along with his uh, his uh, 5.0 swapped RX7. So that was actually pretty fun and everything. Uh, how was your motion sickness? Not too bad. I didn't even take the pills. All right, good. I think it was granted just because it was just like very quick since the track is pretty small. Yeah, yeah. The track is isn't definitely isn't that big. Mm -hmm. Especially comparisons to Auto Club. Yeah. But uh honestly, it was really just fun just riding along, especially. Definitely. All right, cool. Very cool. So does this give you a bug to give it a try? I'm actually down to try it. Like I was down to try road racing. Why not try this one? See how, see what I can learn, especially just learn. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, we could get some, uh, some shitty wheels and tires for the Mustang. That is true. But also the Mustang is pretty expensive. You start you on the skid pad, see if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You rip off the exhaust? Not a big deal. <laughs> this man. I've done it before. It's all I right. I know. I know. I know. I know. All righty. I mean, yeah, but that was pretty much it. We left early and just went to have cream barbecue on the way home. Okay, cool, cool. Well, it's the new year. I, I think I've said it before. Maybe maybe we need to get a little bit more serious and talk to Alex and Alex about doing a little uh, private day for us, and we'll bring them back on for another podcast. Definitely. All right. But uh, kind of adjacent to drifting, we kind of – you remember Initial D. Everybody remembers I, I remember it, yes. You remember I mentioned a couple times about the, uh, the sequel manga, MF Ghost. MF Ghost, yes. So – they are getting an anime adaptation. Yes. And that's is just like everybody's just going crazy for it, especially. And we're actually expected to see this probably in the sometime of 2023. So not until next year. Yeah, I kind of figured it was going to take at least a year, but still, that's going to be really, really fun. And now they have since the. Uh, I guess the protagonist really is the car, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, the protagonist's name is actually Fujiwara, so... Oh, I meant the car. <laughs> uh, I know, I know, I know. But, but it's yes. going to be interesting because it's still going to be canon, again, because it is a sequel. So they did hint that some of the characters are going to be a little bit older since this is going to be a time skip. And there's also going to be characters that we won't see, but they're going to be referenced, basically, like if they're legends in the scene. Yeah, yeah. And we got a glimpse of a, of a teaser preview. 
And what the cars we already saw was like the especially the Toyota 86, the Lambi Huracan, and the Ferrari 488 JTB, GTB. And apparently using real set sa- a real engine sounds. Oh, I'm I'm sure if you remember Initial D, even when they popped a hood, the hood, <laughs> the engines were fairly accurate. You know, I know, especially for the rotary engines. <laughs> well, for any of them, for any I of know. them, they did a really good job at that. So yeah, and I think if you read the manga, obviously there are other cars referenced in there, and I don't know this. It has this to be there. Has to be. It can't just be those three cars. Especially. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, there's there's other obtainable cars. Do you like think he'll the, show them uh, the Yugo? <laughs> I don't think so, Manny. I'm sorry to break your heart, buddy. Damn it. Yeah, sorry, but the star of this one's still going to be the 8.6, just the new 8.6. Yeah. So this is pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if it'll have the same impact as the first one. I kind of hope it does just because... So if we get this in combination with programs like NASA that are giving out memberships and track days to people who are buying the new 86, right? Or the Supra, right? Yes. Maybe we can get a little bit more coming back towards the actual sports scene of it, right? Whether it's more people into drifting or more people getting into road course racing, like. Or canyon runs. uh, I I mean, that's that's, that one, though. But it kind (laughs) of. We kind of see canyon runs, especially in initial D. That is true. That is true. That is true. Well, like I said, hopefully they, they focus a bit more on the competition side and legal know. and safely. Yeah, I'd like to inspire to, to inspire a bit more people going out to race. Yeah, that would be really cool to see. And, you know, I've said it before, like if it ends up getting like a more leagues and more, you know, of its own series, I would be down to pick one up. Nice. nice. It's a, it's a fun, nimble little car, man. I would be <laughs> so down to pick it up. <laughs> I know the Yugo is a great car. No, Manny, no, just put it away. Just put it away. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So I guess we're just keeping everything on topic today, Manny. So we're kind of going back into the uh, Fujiwara. So we're we're having a soft open in El Monte. Well, not us, but it's called uh, yes, Fujiwara <laughs> Tofu Cafe. Oh, they're actually going to open up a cafe in El Monte? Yep. Oh, shit. So they, they're doing like, it's a soft open, right? So it's not like a... It's not it's a not permanent. Like, it's not their official opening. Oh, so, but it's actually a permanent business. Yes, this is going to be a business, yes. So it's not like just like those pop-up shops where it just happen for a limited time and then they just leave. From what I'm gathering, no. They have a full unit number and everything, so I, I might be, I might go check it out. So it's going to be a three-day soft open. So plenty of time to actually go out and check it out. And it's going to be a lot of like soy milk, tofu pudding, and uh, and things like that, right? But obviously themed after the Fujiwara Tofu Shop. So the soft opening is going to be January 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And that's going to okay. be uh, on the 20th. It's going to be from noon to 5. And then on the 21st, it'll be from uh, 5 to midnight. 
And on the 22nd, it'll be from noon to 10 p.m. I could already imagine seeing all the tofu cars there parked outside. Oh, it's going to be lit. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure there's, I'm sure there's probably going to be a big fucking 8-6 meet right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would not doubt it. But, hey, I think that's fucking cool. Um, I'm going to go f- for sure. I think one of the days I, we got to go check it out. I'm down. I'm down. You're down. All right. Let's let's make it official. We'll go one of these. There's three days. It's plenty of time. What were the days again? Uh, the twentieth through the twenty second. Okay. Varying times. Uh, it seems like the twenty first. They're gonna be there the latest till midnight. Okay. From five till midnight. So that'll probably be the definitely the the car meet night. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm down. Let's fucking do it, Manny. But yeah, that, that's just a quick little announcement. We'll probably repost the uh, the ad for it on the Instagram page and before we go. Nice. Now, let's move it on to uh, Impulse, Manny, now that we're talking about food. Impulse buying? Because I always do that with food. Well, anime impulse. Oh, anime. Okay. okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay, we're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Anime Impulse is finally back after what, maybe two years since it, actually no, one year. I think it's only been a year, right? Only been a year because even if 2020 is when the pandemic started, we still had Impulse, which I would say 2020 Impulse is where COVID kind of first started to spread, especially here in California. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it just wasn't the full effect that everybody had because, uh, shoot, I think in February I was in Jamaica. <laughs> you were, yes, you were actually. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I was in Jamaica just in February of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, one of my buddies, he wanted to call and talk about COVID and stuff going on while I was over there. I was like, no, nah, dude, I don't want to hear about it. Not till I get back. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, we had Impulse on 2020 for sure. Yeah, so if anybody doesn't know about Anime Impulse, Anime Impulse is a convention. Actually, I need to look it up because I think ALA changed locations. I just want to confirm that Anime Impulse is not somewhere else. You know what? That's kind of true. We've always just kind of had it at the Pomona Fairplex, and that's where I'm assuming it always is. (laughs) But as Manny was saying while he produces and looks this up right now, it is one of those that we enjoy going to because it is pretty cheap to get in and it's kind of like a conjunction with the Asian American Expo. So they split it off kind of like into two parts. Uh, one half being the anime convention itself and the other half being the uh, Asian American Expo, which has a hoist variety of different things, uh, yeah, including so we really got, good food. So. Asian American Expo, uh, I think also Blush Con, and then Anime Impulse, and I think K Fest as well. So like a Korean festival. Oh, okay. I remember the Blush Con, but that's always just like one hanger. Yeah, just a small hanger, like for yeah. beauty, beauty cosmetics I and everything. I don't think I remember the Korean one. I think this one's actually new. Is it? Yeah, because okay. I don't remember seeing it the other years we've gone. Interesting. Okay. So that'll be interesting to see. However, I could care less about everything else. I think the, the, the main reason why we go is for the food. 
You you know, I think every year we go, we spend less and less time at the anime convention itself. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We just spend more time at the food. I think we go there. We say what's up to everybody because we uh, they do display the cars there, all the Atashas. Yes. Which and is some of our really friends cool. that vend especially like stickers and merch and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's always cool to kind of see see everybody and say hello, and we'll kind of cruise the uh, um, we'll we'll cruise the exposition hall for a little bit of shopping, and then eat the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> we will literally spend the whole day just eating. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. So. Uh, so I'm looking up the information. Yeah, it's looks like it's still going to be at the Pomona Fairplex. Sweet. Yeah. So if anybody's interested, I mean, it's $30 for the whole weekend, $15 just for one day. Tickets will not be sold on site. So it's only online registration. And of course, they will be asking for vaccination uh, results and everything. And if you don't have vaccinations, they will ask for negative test results, but they, they are only valid within 24 hours. Got it. Yeah, yeah if, so, you, if you've never been to an anime convention and you want like a, a cheap entry, easy, small, it's not going to take you all day or overwhelm you, this is a really and good And majority one. of the time, it's always outdoor as well. Oh, good ventilation, yes. Yes, good ventilation because it's always outdoors. Yep. The majority. Yep. Weebs have some BO sometimes. Oh, lie. fuck yes. I think that's <laughs> that is a topic we always bring up because it is really a concern. You, you know, it's a stereotype. And unfortunately, some stereotypes do have a little bit of truth to them. And this is one of them, man. Like, we, I, we here at Unaccepted Podcast are advocates for deodorant. Please. Yes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, please. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really good one. It's like it's one that you can kind of enjoy and you can see it quickly. Like you you don't have to do the whole weekend. You can do it all in one day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you go the second day, it's probably just because you like the food and you're going back to eat. Exactly. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how it ends up for us. But it's still it's it's still really fun. I enjoy it. That's one of those that's like a very casual one. Yeah, it really is. ALA is fun and nice and everything. It's just that it's the venue is just small. You see everything like in less than half a day and then you're already bored. Yeah, but, you know, I think for me, at least ALA is as big as I like to be anymore. That is true. I will. I will agree on that. Yeah. So whenever like. uh anime expo is up it's just too big now it's too crowded now and there's more negatives than positives for me to go anymore Mm -hmm. but ala is still like that right size that if i take my time and and treat it casually i can do a whole weekend there and be totally fine you know okay it's not overwhelming overwhelmingly big it's not super crazy as packed you know what i mean but it has everything else there for the most part. So I, I, at least for me, ALA is kind of as big as I like to go now. Speaking of Anime Expo, I actually just got a email recently about priority registration, I guess, because since I already had a, a badge from the previous years that when they was canceled and then they just refunded me the money back and everything. Okay. So I'm actually trying to see what the prices are, especially, but. I don't see much info on pricing. 
Gotta uh, commit first. <laughs> wait, what the fuck? Price free. What the fuck? That's interesting. Maybe it's just kind of like a trying to see who's will who's looking to buy a ticket coming up. I mean, it did give me a priority registration, like early access code and everything. Yeah. But uh, who knows? I don't know if I'll go to AX. It's, it's just a weird situation because I've been wor- I've worked there quite a few years staffing. So my opinion of them, uh, how they run the play, run the organization is just not how as I used to see it. Yeah, I get you. I get you. For me, it's just after, you know, what, what was some people doing like eight hours in line or something? Oh, yes. Like, no, I don't want to ever go through that kind of shit again. I think we did like four hours almost. To get in or for an event? I think to get in. Ooh. Yeah, we were we were far, dude. Like we went around almost around the block. I remember okay. seeing a subway and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was way, way too much. So after that, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. I can't do it no more. That's why, that's why, like I say, ALA for me is is that's it. That's as big as I'm going. Nice. Yes, yes. But all right, Manny. Um, yes, a couple more little anime things. Let's uh let's tease up the next review coming up. We chose up chose out our first review for the 2020 year. Yeah, so this was actually an anime that I was introduced to. Uh, one of our good friends is uh, Mr. Bitches Leo, which he's been bugging the shit out of me to make this announcement. Anybody, if anybody's interested, he's single. Oh, I thought it was to finally advocate for us to stop calling him Mr. Bitches. Uh, no, he doesn't care about that. He finally accepted it after. Acceptance after... is the first step. Yeah, it really All right. is. <laughs> All right. So this was actually a 90s anime and I've already started to watch it. So probably within the first few episodes already, but uh, we'll just have to wait till next week to give us to give ourselves a full review on the anime. Yeah, Uh, this this one has 43 episodes, 43 episodes. Yes. Okay. if I don't catch up, we might do a two parter. I'm down with it. Okay. let me just see how much I can try to get knocked out on it before uh, before next week. Okay, no worries. So I'm actually excited for this because it's been it's been just a comedy hellhole for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it just it it always makes me forget. I always forget like how sometimes really just funny and comedy and corny '90s anime used to be back in the day. All right, all right. Well, I guess I got an interesting one coming up then, huh? I hope so. Okay, you know when I saw the thumbnail, I. I almost want to say I've even seen a couple episodes mm-hmm. that or I've seen that thumbnail many times and always just passed by it. <laughs> one of the two, one of the two, but it looks possibly, super familiar. Possibly. Yeah. All right. And, you know, there's something interesting on the board next. Ah, Manny's shit. foot fetish. So what, what's Fuck going you. on with this, Manny? What is what is this? So it's not that I have a foot fetish. I'm. Honestly, I think people that have that you refuse to record this episode until you finished an anime about feet. I'm not even going to watch it. (laughs) You fast forwarded it through it. But anyways, (laughs) yes. What is it? (laughs) 
So the only reason why I found out about this anime is because a buddy of mine in a group chat sent a video clip of it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, it's a it's the first episode showed girls like with no uh, toenail clippers clipping their toenails and then sniffing their feet, their toes, sniffing the no, uh, no, uh, toenail clippers. And I'm like, the author, the, whoever created this has to have a fucking foot fetish. Like, this is like fucking weird as hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You. If you, I'm sorry for anybody listeners. If you have a foot fetish, you're weird as fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not hating any foot fetishes, but this is so funny. <laughs> Anime is officially having like its own rule 34 for everything. <laughs> oh my God. That is so true. I never thought about that. You know, I was giving you shit when you showed me that anime about the horse girls, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's there's no end to this. There's no end to this. And it's just going to constantly just surprise us even more. And this is a new one, you said? Yeah, this, this actually aired January 8th. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's really, really new. Yeah. So uh, once the first season is out, I'm going to make you watch it for a review, Manny. I don't want to. We're going to watch it for a review. <laughs> you have to watch Horse Girl Enemy then. Uh, deal. Okay. <laughs> deal, fine. <laughs> so if anybody's interested, uh, this show is called Akibi Chan no Sailor Fuku. That's in translation, Akibi's sailor uniform. Okay, got it, got it. So, besides the feet, is there any actual point or plot that you found, or just a clip of toenail clippings? Get it? Uh, so I skimmed, <laughs> I skimmed the first episode as quick as possible because I did not want to deal with seeing that shit more. But uh, I guess because the girl just has a huge interest in sailor uniforms. Like, I guess like she's into sailor uniform fashion style. And she goes to she goes she goes to her first year in a, in a school and then finds out that they no longer use sailor uniforms and they use blazers. So she's the only she's out. She looks like she's like an outcast just wearing a sailor uniform. And that's Got just it. about it. OK. Besides All the right. toes and everything, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to be hilarious. Okay. All right. All right. So how did your friend find out about this one? Was this one that was uh, on his radar from a, I'm assuming a meme, to be honest. It was from a meme. Okay. All right. That's because what I kind of Because after I asked him, because I, when I talked to you about it, I had asked him, like, dude, what is this called? So I can tell Tony about this fuckery. I was like, wait, I don't know. Wait, wait, hold up. I'll look into it. And that's then he finally showed up. Finally gave me the name and everything. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. that You know, I have a couple like anime meme pages that I follow. And sometimes they post shit and I look at them like, where the fuck are they watching this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and I almost like, feel- like, give me an example. Like, like, like what if what, what made you react like that? Um, what was it? I want to say the last one was like, um, and again, it's, it was like a meme. So it could have been maybe a clip from a normal anime and they just changed the text up, Mm -hmm. but it was some kind of shit about 
basically uh these what look like uh girls talking to this guy and then the reference kind of was and i forget the exact verbiage but the reference basically was that he was piping one of their moms or something and mm. like, and just the way it was worded i was like wait what the fuck is this <laughs> it, because it was a meme i'm almost like i'm wondering if they just added their own words you know what i mean ghost story style yes <laughs> It was their own dub of it, you know? But at the same time, you know, we run into sh- shit like your uh, your foot one here. and Fuck you. <laughs> and I don't know. Just There's some obscure ones out there that we have not found many, apparently. Uh, trust me, there's a lot of obscure ones. Well... You're adding that one to our uh, review board this this year. <laughs> and you're adding the horse girl anime to the review as well. You know, I think this is a fair trade-off. Are you sure? Because I feel like I'm being tortured more than you. That's why it's fair. <laughs> it's fair to me. Okay. All right, Manny. Well, anyways, let, let's, let's move on from this. This is getting yeah, a bit traumatizing here. Yeah, let's move on to something that's actually interesting. Um, another new anime that everybody's just super happy and just like excited for it. Attack on Titan Season 4 Part 2. Yes. So Did you first, see, episode. It just, first episode dropped yesterday. I, I don't know if you got the chance to see it. I have not seen it. But I did show you the opening song. Yes. And tell me that shit doesn't doesn't go hard. Oh, I am so close to making that the opening song for this podcast and just (laughs) letting them sue me like (laughs) (laughs) it's almost worth a lawsuit. (laughs) Okay, okay, It's, it's worth the cease and desist letters. Yes, absolutely. And I know we talk about like when we do the reviews, we talk about the intro music, outro music, even in um in anime music, right? Yeah. But you know what? Almost like sometimes I could say, you know, it, it captures what's going on well or whatever, but it's ne- hardly, hardly ever music that I will listen to outside of watching anime. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd bump that shit in the car. Yeah. All day long. <laughs> it, just the visuals, especially, and then just the type of genre, the music, like Screamo and everything. It, it like honestly, I just have no words because all I can say is just, it just goes hard. Yeah, no, it was it was fucking good. Uh, it I, almost makes me excited again for the anime, and I know I discussed it before that I wasn't too impressed on me. part one. Well, you know they lost me a little bit because of how mm-hmm. long they took, so it was really really hard to get back into it. But yes, that is also true. So this kind of like it helped me kind of get excited for it again. I was like, okay. We we can be friends again. <laughs> <laughs> we can be friends again. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped for that. And the who sings the song? Credit, uh, credit if I'm two. correct, S I M Sim. Yes, and the song's name is the Rumbling. The Rumbling, dude, so good, so good. I think we're allowed to do like up to fifteen seconds. And if you nobody knows also Sim, he's done some pretty other good songs and everything as well. I'm just trying to figure out which ones. Okay. Has he done, done some for some animes too? Rage of Bahamut, Genesis. And I'm trying to 
take a look as well. But All continue right. on while I like look up real quick. Yeah. So super, super good uh opening song. The the video teaser for it was so freaking bad. I think we can get away with playing a little clip here. I'll see if I can find one to plug in. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, it does make me ready to watch it again. Okay. But uh, Manny, if you can't find that, we'll go ahead and we can move on to the next thing. Okay, no worries. Yeah. All righty. So back on the car world where we're civilized. And like you feet anime people. <laughs> fucking feet fetish people are weird. I'm, I'm sorry for if I offend anybody that is our listeners. If you have a feet fetish, I'm sorry, but you're weird. It's like I just found something that bothers you so much now, man. I'm not going to let it go. Trust me, it bothers a lot of people, too. <laughs> but anyways, Manny, I am still on the hunt for an EV this year. So wanted to do a quick little update in what I've found so far. Okay. So uh, I know I was discussing kind of like going the absolute like cheapest option, I guess, just enough to make sure I can get to work and back and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Basically trade off what I'm spending in gas for the EV. Okay. And I, and if I, depending how I play the cards, I might actually be able to pocket some money a month. Rather than spend it in gas. <laughs> so I was looking at them and it seems that uh, Chevy, the Bolt, they pushed back their production another month. Ooh. Yeah. So they're having those issues with the batteries, which is, um, I believe it's the same company, the the LG. I don't think it's the same LG as uh, the one you're thinking about, like the phones. Okay. But it's like this LG company that I believe Hyundai worked with as well for the Kona, and they both had recalls done for those batteries. Ooh. Um, I believe with Chevy, um, LG company is paying for most of that recall because it's their fault. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit more on them than it is financially on Chevy, you know? But because they've stopped production to just handle this business with the battery recall first, they're pushing back production for the brand new bolts another month. Ooh. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of like how production for the Broncos were kind of pushed back for, especially for the hard tops and everything. Yeah. 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 I, the I soft think... tops we all got, but, and f- I actually saw Bronco for the first time uh, this weekend. Really? Ones. Oh, wow. That took a while. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw any reports of uh, what happened to a soft top Bronco in in northern states during the blizzards. I mean, who's gonna have a soft top in a blizzard? Uh, there was no up to the dashboard. Who's gonna have a soft top in a blizzard? <laughs> exactly, that's what I want to know. I mean, I don't know. We don't get really snow like that over here, but that sounds kind of stupid. Yeah. It sounds really stupid. <laughs> I'll send you the post so you can see the pictures of what. what oh, I seen like. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. That made its way through the interwebs everywhere. But yeah, just I mean, like I, the. Actually, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, but basically, what you just said right now that made it through the interwebs everywhere. But that basically happened at any slay days to the point where you have Sports Center, even showing video clips of the of the drift event. Yeah. 
don't and, know if you uh, remember seeing the the Corvette that did the 360 entry. Yes, yes, I did. That was fucking gnarly. Just seeing it. Okay, just to let you know, I'm keeping that interruptions in there. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> this is what happens when we record remote. <laughs> but yeah, no that that uh that clip of that vet. I think I've seen like four different edits of it now. Yeah, from different people uh, posting it. It it was just fucking gnarly. I mean, nobody thought it was going to blow up so big. I mean, and I think that's what like that's like the best shit that's ever made is when you don't expect it to blow up. And next, you know, you have sports centers promoting uh, posting that video on their page. Yeah. Hope you got paid for it. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but anyways, but going back. Yes. Yes. Going back to the, the Kona uh, or whatever. Yes. So that's kind of where that that's it's not moving right now. Right. And obviously, if I'm going to go with the cheap route, I'm going fucking brand new. Um, obviously, um, nothing from the build back better has passed. So those extra incentives are still not applied to anything. Which would have been the potential twelve thousand five hundred, right? Yes. For the bolt, I believe, was the only one that qualified. So I started looking at the Ionic 5 and the EV6, Hyundai and Kia. Mm -hmm. Pretty much their brother-sister car. Supposedly, the EV6 is supposed to be a little bit more sportier, but I don't know by how much, really. You know what I mean? They're the same. They're more or less the same platform. No, I think they just stiffen the suspension a little bit. Mm. I mean, they might do some other stuff, too, but, you know, let's let's be real there. It's not going to be a pinnacle performance you know what i mean (laughs) but uh those are set to release um i believe they're supposed to start getting delivered uh really soon here in the early year of 2022 Mm -hmm. but i believe it's one of their premium packages first okay so those are starting at about 45 and the standard model ones which are start at around 39 those won't be released till like mid spring. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I am looking at those, but if the uh, if that build back better, if nothing passes with it, I think I'm gonna go ahead and just spend the extra money and probably go more the route of like the EV6, the Volkswagen, or the Mustang. I think the those Mach-E. are my. Yeah, the Maki. I think those are the top three contenders now. Do any of them have autonomous driving, or is it just strictly EV? Um, I believe they're just just EV. I don't think any of them have a full autonomous or anything like that. But all and, three and of them. I get. remember your main goal for an EV car was to have the autonomous driving. Eventually, but I don't think it's there, especially for my area. And. Right now, it's I'm not making the purchase for the autonomous driving. I'm making the purchase to try to save commuting money, basically. Mm-hmm. If I'm spending almost $700 a month in gas and I can replace that with a more comfortable and newer car of an EV and spend the same amount, that's kind of the goal of this move. Okay. Yeah, it's not so much to jump into the EV thing because I think like I'm ready for one. It's not so much that I'm ready for one and I'm ready to, you know, buy the Tesla with the full self-driving and, and 
that be my main car or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is more of a financial move at this point. Gas is way too expensive for how much I drive. Oh, yeah. So I know like, that feeling all too well. Shut up, man. <laughs> No, like uh, no, no, no. I'm at, and this time I'm actually being serious. I'm not. I'm not speaking about commutes. Oh, I'm talking. I thought you were talking about your drive from, you know, your bedroom to your front yard. <laughs> no, 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 no. This time I'm being serious, with our personal vehicles towards our work vehicles that we use for deliveries. It's just taking a toll on us, especially with how the gas prices are. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, you do have the big, the big vehicles for the for the business. Yes, we do. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, I'm driving enough to the point where if I can trade what I'm spending in gas on the EV, fuck it, I'm going to get an EV then. Mm-hmm. I might as well be in something a little bit newer. And considering the amount the amount of uh, money and time I'll be saving not having to do so much maintenance on an older car, yeah, yeah it might be worth it. So since uh, nothing passed with that build back better, it seems that my best option is to maybe look in the low 40 range. And that's going to be basically like the EV six or Ionic five, which are more or less the same thing, you know, or the, excuse me, or the Volkswagen or the Mustang. Okay. So I think I got to go test drive them and see which one I like the most. Supposedly the, uh, the EV six and the Ionic, from what I've been seeing, like on online reviews, the car and drivers and all that shit, they're ranking those above the Mustang everywhere. Even though the Mustang really? is, yeah, even though the Mustang is outselling all those. So that's interesting. Yeah, so I'm super, super intrigued to try them out and and see which one I end up liking the most, and hopefully get one ordered. From what it seems like, I can order them all online. <clears throat> But uh, I'm just curious, especially with Ford, because Ford is so bad with their markups all the time. I'm just curious that if I do the order online, if they're going to charge me a markup later. In my opinion, I think they would just reject you right when the spot's like, no, 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 that's the price there. But we have to you, we have to give it to you at this price. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if I run into that, honestly, I might just be like, fuck you. I'm going to go buy a Volkswagen. <laughs> Or, you know, one of the fucking the nice. Honda Ikea. Yeah. Because, I don't know, Ford, Ford's a little, you know, Ford's a little dirty like that, man. They're really terrible with that fucking markup. Or just come back with a Rimac. <laughs> right? Actually, the Rivians look really nice, dude. They do. They look really, really nice. I don't know if I'm ready to drop fucking 60 plus on a one yet, but those do look pretty nice we'll see maybe the next one hopefully like whatever one i end up picking up by the time it's you know whatever loan four year five year whatever is paid off by that point dude in a couple years we're gonna have so many options oh yeah we will so the next one will be real easy to to pick up for my little commuter Mm -hmm. hopefully even better i don't need it no more and i can be working from home but (laughs) That's kind of a negotiation issue I'm trying to do with my employer. So, yeah, we will see. But yeah, I, I think uh, unless something happens with that, uh, that Senate bill for the tax incentives, I'm going to cut off the bolt and the Kona and I'm going to move up towards the low 40. 
thousands okay. of those cars. So I just got to figure out where I can go test drive these fuckers. I mean, they should have them at the dealerships, though, or just because they're electric, <laughs> they don't have. You haven't been to a dealership lately, have you, Manny? Not in a while, honestly. Just oh, for dude, parts. they're fucking ghost towns right now, buddy. Yeah, the only the only times I've gone so far is just for parts. Yeah, no, they're they're full ghost towns. Um, a friend of mine, he he has his uh, mom that works at a Ford dealership. Okay. So he gets discounts, like a family discount. And these discounts are so good that he's been able to replace his truck brand new every two years for the past eight years. Oh, shit. So he buys them. He drives the fuck out of them. He's in the same trade as me. Um, he just happens to do uh, testing and balancing. Hmm. So essentially, he uh, reads the air, the airflow CFM from all the grills and registers and balances the system in the building to make sure it matches like the engineer's design. Yeah. So he's always traveling and he racks up a ton of miles on his truck. But it, for two years, he racks up the miles till about 40 to 50,000 miles. And then he goes, trades it in for a brand new one. And he got it at such a good family discount. <clears throat> That when he trades it in, he's not losing money that way because the next one's on a big discount too. And yeah, <clears throat> he's been able to do that now for eight years. And he calls me last week and says that he was going to a dealership do his biannual trading. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first time, there was no brand new stock for him. Damn, really? Shit. Nope. He went to that uh, Ford dealership in, I believe it was Redlands. Okay. And they told him that they share stock between like seven dealers. And they got 21 cars, all of them, or 21 trucks of that model all used. Damn. That's it, between seven dealers. So, yeah, definitely the tricky part is going to be finding where I can go test drive them. So I might start hunting down like Toru or something and See if I can find them on there. Yeah. Because, yeah, <clears throat> that's... Try to find, like, some some starting points, especially. Yeah, yeah. Because, obviously, I don't want to buy anything without physically seeing it. I don't think I'm ready for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need to physically go see it, check it out, and look, see if it, I actually enjoy driving it or not, you know? So, that is the update on that. If anybody listening knows where I can find some of these to test drive them shoot us a message let me know let me know and uh manny last yes. thing before we go i have not blown up my truck motor yet so step one car is not blown up car is not blown up no sir <laughs> nice so uh i think i discussed it a couple weeks ago that you know i started the break-in process um revving the engine and i think we talked about it a little bit with jaime i'm not even sure if that was part of the episode or not i don't know we had a good time we talked about a lot of things I'm, we it might have been we did. it might have been part of the episode i'm not sure <laughs> but uh yeah so i did its first oil change and i saw a little bit of shimmers like you can kind of see a little bit of the metal stuff that it cleans out in the first yeah. running and um Again, put in my fresh oil. I've put in about another 85 miles on the truck. 
And so far, so good. Not bad, not bad. No, no issues as of yet. I think uh I think we're okay. I haven't noticed any like terrible, terrible oral burning on it yet, but I'm gonna or keep any driving. weird noises, especially. No, 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 no weird noises, no leaks, no milk shaking, no loss of coolant, like all signals point to yes. So so far, so good. I did register my warranty. Um, talked a little bit of shit because I, I got the old motor shipped out. So the old motor has been picked up and shipped out. And uh, when I called the manufacturer about it, he's super, super nice guy. But I did have to give him some grief because he asked, oh, how did the install go? Everything work out okay? I was like, yeah, except, you know, they fucked up installing a freeze plug. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? He's like, no, they didn't. And I showed him the, I sent him the picture and he's like, fuck, I'm sorry. He's like, did you catch it before you put the engine in? And I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah, that fucking sucked. (laughs) But super, super nice guy. Um, We'll see. Hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully they have just an apprentice popping plugs in it the master builder built the engine. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could already see you becoming a Karen and just like storming over to that shop and demanding a refund and everything. <laughs> no, no, no. I got a warranty. So if it pops it's on them. Okay. Okay. And I think I paid extra for the, uh, it's called a no fault warranty. Yeah. I do remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. I paid extra for that just in case I figured for the extra cost, like, you might as well for, for how much it really was. It wasn't that mm-hmm. much more. So it's there. It's good to go now. Um, I've been, I took it to the winery actually this past weekend. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. That's, I figured that's a good road to do it on because it has varying speeds, hills, turns. You know what I mean? Did they think you were a gardener going up to the winery to help with maintenance? I mean, there's a good possibility of that, buddy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Every time we go to these wineries, dude, it's, it's pretty bougie. And I show up there in this clapped out truck. Pretty sure I heard somebody call me Juan. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it does get some looks. <laughs> so, I don't know. Eventually, we'll do something about that after, I guess, right? Okay. Okay. But, uh, you know, Manny? Ooh, since, this, we, since we are talking about your truck, uh-huh. it's red. And we did talk about initial D. And I don't know if you remember that meme where you have Hank Hill driving oh, his. Oh, no. I was like, I don't condone street racing, but we got to show that damn talking me kid how it's done. We got to make you that picture now. Oh, let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of. Uh... But who's going to be Bobby? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We do have one of our uh, longtime listeners that just bought the brand new 8.6. Ooh, that is true. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Maybe we'll have to do a meetup with him uh, and we'll go take some pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put on my best Hank Hill cosplay. (laughs) Down. I'll bring my phone stabilizer, my camera and everything. There you go. Good buddy. (laughs) All right, Maddie. You know, I think that's an episode. That really is, actually. Um, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. 
And we have a website, unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have any maintenance, um, repairs, engine build needs, tire changing needs, oil needs, be sure to hit up TFT Performante. Tell him you're a listener to the show and he'll take good care of you. If you want to get your car wrapped as well, parts acquisition, they're there to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, I always keep repeating it and I always keep will, you know, support those that support you and, and uh, TFT Performanto is definitely somebody that supports our hobby. Mm-hmm. So give, give them a follow and um, if you need any work done, hit them up. Definitely. And uh, if you want to send any unaccepted revs, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Johnny.